0: Father, we thank you this morning, Lord, your word said, you know that I cannot speak unless you speak through me, Lord. So I pray this morning that you use my lips to share the word that you want us to hear this morning, especially in this season. Lord, I commit this word into your hand. Let me speak only the word that you want me to speak today. In Jesus' name. Amen. 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 Wow, guys, good morning again. Um, no pressure, the privilege to do the first online uh, sharing the words. Thanks, Meka, thanks, Nicholas, for that. I appreciate that very much. Um, this is a very uh, topic that the Lord has been speaking to me since um, we've been, um, just before we've been on lockdown. He's been kind of giving me dream and vision and, and the word in that sense. and. The word I really want to share, as I share my screen with you guys, Um, it is called uh, positioning for the next revival. The truth is, you know, what's going on today? You know, as a president, are the words going to react over the next few weeks and the next few months? Are they going to take action? Are they going to fix it or maybe change everything? But for us as believers on Jesus, this is an opportunity for us to get back to this close, get back to the closet. You know, I love what Ozzy shared this morning during the um, communion. He was talking about examining ourselves. And I think this is really a time to examine ourselves. This is really a time to reconnect with him. This is really a time to hear for what the Lord has to say to us, especially in this season when we're at work you know the buses of life make us that sometimes we don't have that time we don't have that space i used to you know when i asked me i was working flat out and i didn't really have the space to spend time with the lord and really hear what he has to say and god wants us to use that opportunity to reconnect with him in this season you know we know across the global the, the globe today everyone is pretty much paralyzed by the coronavirus pandemic there is Glooming feeling among people, you know, fear has crept into this world. And there's actually also a sense of unbelief in what is currently taking place. We know that the official numbers of death keep growing, uh, especially places like Italy, Spain, and the state, while China and the other sense is beginning to recover from it. Even our prime minister, you know, is not immune to it. Him and his advisor, this top advisor, have been infected by the virus. But I truly believe that there is a growing cry to God for a fresh outpouring of a revival, a fresh outpouring of his spirit upon this earth. There is many, many churches, many believers here that hope in their heart that there will be a new revival taking place. As a matter of fact, there is a sense that people are beginning to wake up, in hours like two three o'clock in the morning and beginning to pray for this revival to take place they are saying that today we actually experience is one of the most dramatic events that has been been you know, since the second world war but I believe God wants to use this as he ushering a new season of refreshing for the presence of God so I want us to turn to the book of act as we're going to look into revival and then see how as believers you know as Meka said positioning ourselves and really take note of what god is saying and how god is speaking to us god is speaking to us individually about different things but we need to begin to engage with him in prayer in communion as well so what i love about the book of act is the way that the Holy Spirit manifested itself upon um, the believers of Jesus. In the book of two, chapter two, if you can turn to Acts chapter two, verse one to four, you can read it on the screen uh, as displayed. It says this: When the day of Pentecost had fully come, they were all with one accord in one place. And suddenly there came a sound from heaven as of a rushing mighty wind, and it filled the whole house where they were sitting. Then there appeared to them divided tongues as of fire, and one sat upon each of them, and they were filled with the Holy Spirit and began to speak with other tongue, as the Spirit gave them utterance. Amen. Amen. Mm-hmm it is said that the revival that took place in Jerusalem on the day of pentecost is the greatest of all time now what is interesting about this revival it was sudden tremendous but most importantly it have an immediate effect that last until today they said in the upper room there were about 120 disciples of jesus christ and they were as you said They were here with one accord in one place. They were literally praying for the same things and they were all with one accord. And as they were with one accord, the Bible said that at that time, they were immersed by the Holy Spirit. At that time, as the Holy Spirit immersed them, they were transformed. You know, we're talking about gifts, of spirit I say we're talking about speaking in tongues but spiritual insight and spiritual understanding were in them not only was that what was more important was the tremendous increase in them being zealous for god at this love at this devotion to them and within a few hours of that three thousand men were added to the church three thousand men and women were converted and that's how the new church was established. And the Bible said that the reason every day we're talking about every day conversion took place. And we're talking about some tens, hundred, other with even thousands without it. And the church grew tremendously for years. It spread. And from there, there we talked about over the years. 18, 19th century revived birth missionary went out all direction the whole earth was filled and the whole earth heard the gospel at that time that is what we want what we want here you know when the holy spirit come this is not about the twinkling that we may get or the goosebumps that we may get from time to time in church when the revival begin to take place we are talking a complete transformation of a human
1: being in that sense Hmm. as i speaking i can feel the
0: lord saying to us that to reposition ourselves for he is coming he is going to pour out his holy spirit upon us revival is coming as the words going through this tremendous changes and turmoil based on that pandemic, God in the same time is beginning to prepare his bride, is beginning to engage with us, is beginning to rise up a new generation, is beginning to stir up our heart so we can call upon him
1: because he's going to pour out his revival upon us. They said that at the
0: Pentecost, the Holy Spirit was released through the entire world. The whole man can reason. And we know that today God is revealing himself in many ways. But what he's about to do? He will do that in far greater way as he prepare his word. As he prepare his word for others. As he prepare his word for others before the return of Jesus. Very, very important. As I said, when the Holy Spirit comes, it changes people. We look at uh, the, the 120 disciples as we read in this portion of scripture even the 12 that did not seem to thrive were completely transformed those 12 that we're talking about were spent three years working sleeping talking going with jesus they have no much greater impact than after the the holy spirit filled them all let's take for example the example of peter you know we know Peter at the topic, guys. Peter's life changes. Peter was very zero. The, the Bible said that Peter, in that sense, wasn't very smart. He was quick to talk as well. Have a bit of a temper. And also was fearful. We remember the time when he denied Christ a free time, you know, Run away from it. But when the Holy Spirit fell upon him, Peter's life wash change forever the Bible said a proclaim in 1st Peter 30 verse 28 it said repent each of you be baptized in the name of Jesus Christ for the forgiveness of your sin and you will receive the gift of the Holy Spirit
1: Peter made a 180 degrees change in his life from a,
0: a fearful man he became bold. He became one of the
1: leaders of the new church that was established. But what is actually true revival? What is it?
0: What is true revival? Revival refers to a spiritual re- um, awakening from a state of dormancy or stagnation in the life of a believer. That's what it is. What is it? It's that state where it is not a matter of hanging a banner and from in front of the church and announced a revival this week, you know, seven o'clock, eight o'clock. True revival, it is not superficial. It is not. It is not an emotional response which results just in very temporary experience. That's not what it is. True revival is when the living God breaks into human history with the good news of his salvation. It's all about salvation. We need to understand that. When the revival took place in the book of Acts, what did the church did? What did it did? Peter went out on a day on the Pentecost, where many millions of people were gathering in Jerusalem. And he preached the gospel, a very, very, very simple message. What did he say? He said very simply, repent. And each of you be baptized in the name of Jesus Christ for the forgiveness of your sin. And you will receive the gift of the Holy Spirit. That was the gospel message. A message of hope. A message that Christ came, died, rose. So we could have eternal life with him. So we could have reconciliation with him. That is the revival. That is the revival. True revival, signs and wonders will accompany those, so we will see miracles taking place. Those are the signs. But the true revival is when the person's heart completely changes to the point that all they want to do is live for Christ. My brother and sister, I want to tell you something this morning. Revival is coming. Revival is coming. And the Lord said us to prepare ourselves to position ourselves for the true revival
1: that's taking place, that's coming. You know, revival is a sovereign work of God among his people.
0: It is an invention of fresh spirituality life when there was only deadness, say Luke 15, 24. The book of Lamentation 5, 21 says, it is a turning back of God's people unto himself Isaiah 32:15 says
1: it is an outpouring of his spirit upon his willing vineyard we need revival we need a renewed sense of God's presence his power his holiness
0: and truth so this world that we live in can experience what we have experienced salvation God said he don't want anyone to perish but to have eternal life and God will wait before he comes back he will wait that every creature will hear the gospel before he comes because of his mercy God is delaying his return so as people of God we can begin to engage not only with him but to engage with the people you know I had a meeting on Friday they call it virtual pub meeting. That was the first one. And um, during my work life, over since probably the year 2012-13, I worked pretty much on my own. I would serve my clients very well, but I work pretty much on my own. And it's not on, until September when I start beginning to work in this place that i beginning to engage, you know. Work life with people. And during that time, I've begun to speak and I've begun to release God's word into the people's life. So much that now they come and ask me for advices, whether it is into relationship, whether it is into just life. And they some of them are actually seeking. They're actually seeking. So we had this virtual pub, and I was surprised that I was invited to it. And through the message whatsapp he says always available for jesus and you know sometimes when you display your faith to people they tend to back off from you a little bit because they don't want you to bash them or you know um whatever but with those guys it's the opposite and as we're having this conversation obviously they are there they've been in the house and you know we're talking engaging the boss was there, and he said to me something that really struck a knot in me. He said, "This is an opportunity for us to spend time with our family, with people we love, people we care to reconnect And when I heard the word reconnect, I heard the Lord saying to me, "You're never going to have a greater opportunity than now to reconnect with him with him. Do you know why because Sometimes you got other distraction. If it's not work, you know Netflix or whatever, you know you you call it your own distraction. For those who love football, there's no Premier League at the moment, so that is one distraction off the table in that sense. So God has created the space for us to reconnect with Him. Very important, very 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 important in that sense. So let's look into example of. Um, great revival you know um we've got a great awakening from 1725 1925 um this guy um which is william curry i don't know if you know him william curry was an uneducated but one thing that he had he had a passion for the word of god and see soul to be saved so what he did at the age of 32 he set off for india with his wife and three son and is actually life in India wasn't easy he had conflict with authority he had financial problem the heat sickness everything his youngest son died over there at the age of five and his wife suffered from mental illness beside that Carrie persevered. he learned the language and spent hours in bible translation work evening weekends you name me and because of him because of this gentleman, we receive this awakening, we receive the desire to go to a place that he didn't know where nobody would want to go with him. So he took him and his wife, translated the Bible into how many Indian languages that you name it. And again, because of him, many missionary societies were formed in the UK and the state and in Africa. And we're talking about people that. Learn from him like John Wesley, who formed the Methodist Church. David Livingstone, who evangelized to the
1: African continent. That was the beginning of the revival. Another one, Charles Finney, 21-year-old
0: lawyer. Um, He decided that he wanted to settle a simple question: soul salvation. So what he did, they said on October 10, 1821, he headed into the woods near. His place, and he went to find God. He said, I will give my heart to God, or I will never come down from there. And he said, After several hours, he returned to his office where he experienced such a forceful emotion that he questioned those who could not testify to a similar encounter. The Holy Spirit moved through him. They said that Carrie was a truly pioneer. We trained a well. Finchley were also a pioneer and because of him as well, many people testify me and revival begin. There's a a guy who used to go to our church, Jake Isaac, and he formed this group called I Equal Change. Do you know what I learned about revival? He only started with one person, and then he spread for the others. It grows. It grows. We have many, many testimonies of, of, of revival starting in small congregations with one person and then a small prayer meeting in the upper room. We're talking about revival in a period of revival first, such as Wales, for example. They said that the, the, the spirit of the Lord was so strong and the people were so repentant that the pub would begin to close down because people would not want to drink anymore. They were all filled with the Holy Spirit. They said that criminality would go down in such a way that judge would consider resigning. You know what happened? Prayer and revival would bring things to a standstill. People's hearts were so touched by God that they would stop doing the things that they're not supposed to do. I believe that this is what's coming to us. I believe that God is going to pour out His Spirit upon all flesh, as the Bible says. And as He pours out His Spirit upon all flesh, we are going to experience revival in different places. You are going to hear revival taking place, taking over there. But most importantly, revival is beginning to take place in your home. So, how do we prepare for revival? Well, we're not going to go too much into this. But as we understand the parable of the 10th version in Matthew 25, 1 to 13, we understand that we, there were one, there were five wise virgin, and there were five foolish. The five, the wise one had the oil, and the foolish did not. Now the oil here in this portion of scripture represents the Holy Spirit and in intimacy. So when the bridegroom was coming. Only those who were prepared in their heart through intimacy with the Holy Spirit had access to the dining
1: table with the Lord.
0: Very important.
1: So it starts with having this intimacy with Him. You see, just being saved and having a ministry doesn't mean that God will give
0: us the treasure of revival. The treasure of revival is always found in a place of prayer and fasting. If we go back to the book of Acts chapter two, what the Bible say, they were not galvanting on the street of Jerusalem. They were not watching TV. They were not playing games. The Bible said that they were in the upper room. They were in the upper room when they were meeting there and they were praying they were praising they were worshipping they were giving thanks
1: and they were waiting on the lord and as they waited the holy spirit fell upon them so how do we position ourselves
0: today as we spoke we heard many You know, many people have spoken in our church, had to receive messages and and words
1: about the time is coming. Where God is beginning to move among the people. Those
0: who have been waiting for this time, this time is coming. But how do we position ourselves? You see, I learned something over the last few years, probably five, ten years
1: we need to live in a place of repentance. Repentance is not just for the unbelievable. I think repentance is for everyone. You know, to understand
0: repentance, we have to understand the original Greek word for repentance, which means
1: metanoia, the word literally means to change the way you think. That's what I mean, repentance. So, when John came preaching a message
0: of repentance, when Peter shared a message in the street of Jerusalem, the first thing he said, repent. That was the first word. It was a message of mindset change. We need to change our mindset. He said, repent and be baptized. The act 319 said therefore repent and be converted that your sin may be wiped away that times of refreshing may come from the presence of the lord the book of act 319 so you see repentance is not just only for the unbelievers it is for everyone it is for the believers we have to have the constant mindset change you know one of our pastors in CLF Marilyn was sharing a word years ago and she was talking about you know Peter you will know you do that all the time MOT car need to be have an MOT need to check that everything is in line with it to be on the road please Peter feel free to correct me if I'm wrong but that's what it is that's what it is so we have to have a change a mindset change all the time we have to, as Ozzy was say, examine ourselves. So during this time where we are on lockdown, when we don't seem to be able to do much, this is a time where we can come clean
1: with the Lord and start to re examine, start to seek after Him. The second thing, and that is very important radical obedience.
0: You see, radical obedience is such important, is such an important key in walking in revival with the Lord. I mean, we understand the story of Jonah. That's the story that comes to my mind as, as there's so many other stories, but Jonah really comes to my mind on how important it is to walk in obedience. When we do that, the fruit can be astonishing. You see, when Jonah disobeyed God and ran from his call to preach to Nineveh, and when he finally surrendered and went, what happened in just one day? There was one of the most significant revival in all history in that place. Jonah didn't want to go to Nineveh because these people were wicked. So he took matters into his own hands. He said, I'm not going.
1: But you know what? We've got great gods. And what God did he separated him three days have a think about it you know and then come back to me
0: by the time Jonah came out of this fish he went he went to Nineveh and he spoke the word that God gave him and from that moment the city of Nineveh repent and turn from their wicked ways. Revival took place there. I'm telling you, I'm telling you, brothers
1: and sisters, obedience, repentance is so important. You see, we
0: loved singing this song. He's the Alpha, He's the Omega, oh the beginning and the end. But that's what it is. He knows everything everything from the beginning to the end he knows it all he knows how things going to pan out so if God said go left we have to go left if he said go right we have to go right if he says
1: stand still we have to stand still so key last point i want to mention before
0: i finish off prayer and in prayer I will add fasting to it. We need to have a lifestyle of prayer. The Bible says, and I believe that God will never send revival to a person who doesn't have a solid and consistent prayer life. Revival never comes to church, city or region before it comes to a person. And this is what I said, guys. Revival starts with the person. It always starts with a person in a private place of prayer then once that person beginning to have the personal life of prayer then revival beginning to take place then what god does it causes what is on the inside of the believers to be manifested in everyday circumstances and this in turn causes what we call revival you see people are seeking revival over there or revival somewhere else But truly,
1: the revival starts where you are, right now, in this place. We don't meet now, physically,
0: but we're still here connecting. We are connecting through WhatsApp. We are connecting through GoToMeeting. We can be connected through Zoom. Whatever device, we are connected. And as uh, Pastor Maker was sharing this morning, briefly,
1: you know, let's be mindful of one another let's continue to connect with one another let the revival begin now i believe the holy
0: spirit is tearing some of people's heart this morning and if you're here this morning as i'm going to pray you just want to respond to it respond to it i shared that before and i'm going to share that again the holy spirit is moving is moving, is preparing its people now for the revival that's taking place. Some of you are beginning to experience those times when you wake up two, three o'clock in the morning. Don't go back to sleep. Begin to pray because God wants to show you something. As I begin to wake up in the early hours now and begin to pray, God is beginning now to reveal to me things in this season. And one of the words that He said, positioning for the next revival. So let's pray. Father, we wanna thank you so much this morning for your word, for your revelation, and for what you're doing. Lord, even though the world is going through tremendous changes that will affect millions and billions of people worldwide, even though the world will be forever changed the way things have done in in the future, your word said, <laughs> that you don't change. Your word is the same yesterday, today, and forever. So, Father, we commit ourselves into a lifestyle of repentance, a lifestyle of obedience, a lifestyle of prayer and fasting. Lord, help us in this season as we seek to help our brothers and sisters, Give us the mean, the revelation, the gift to do it. but Lord, as we prepare and position ourselves for what's coming, we ask you in the name of Jesus, Lord, to have your way. Let your spirit fall upon us. Let your anointing fall upon us as we begin to meet in the upper room with one accord. Let your spirit upon us so you can we can become another man another woman lord we thank you continue to bless the church bless your people bless those who are here in this morning bless our visitors let your love abound in us in jesus name amen